1: your morning starts now it's the q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG airport fly healthy through CVG for more information
2: go to CVG airport backslash fly healthy the 1960s at least three times every episode
0: what is it you love so
2: much about that um I, I just thought they were very creative sort of unique storylines cautionary tales told in a really interesting way that involved sometimes time travel other dimensions alternate universes yeah, aliens all the good stuff yeah. in life I mean they're really episodes that if you could get over the the old timey dialogue and the black and white and the schmaltzy script writing that you'd actually enjoy some yeah. of those yeah, yeah. They're, cause, and they're fun easy watches they're Less than a half hour. Yeah. And they're all contained in one episode.
3: I've never seen it, but a friend of mine, um, she actually works in the building. She was telling me, is there an episode with a doll? Oh, yeah. Telly Savalas is in that See, and I've never seen it, but she's like, man, the doll (laughs) episode is just the best.
2: It's pretty good. good. It was
3: probably like a 10-minute conversation, which ended with, oh, you just got to watch it.
2: Yeah, and they give you just enough of a scare that makes the hair stain in That's the back what she of your said. head. But she it's
3: was a big fan. but it's, it was
2: never like upsetting or disturbing. You
3: know, where can you yeah. even watch it now? Is it like on YouTube TV or something?
2: Uh, CBS owned all the episodes, and it was on Paramount Plus. Last I checked, so ah. I've seen all the originals. They've come out with newer versions since then, but a lot of them are just remakes of the old episodes. And I don't obviously think they're as good because I'm a Twilight Zone purist. <laughs> <laughs> Happy National Twilight Zone Day. Um, Doja Cat is making headlines. Also, Taylor Swift. I should say Swifties. Yeah. Taylor's just minding her own business. Mm-hmm.
3: Does she ever really mind her own business, though,
2: Jeff? Get to both those stories here in a bit. But first, let's begin this hour's E! News with what Cardi B, Toby Maguire, and Cameron Diaz all have in common.
0: Yeah, there's this list going around of wealthy celebrities who claim that they're very frugal because they grew up poor. So they may pass on ordering that $200 bottle of wine and instead order a cheaper, you know, $140 bottle of wine. But here they are. Shania Twain once said she sometimes would go to school hungry. So now she tells herself to be frugal and safe for a rainy day. Cardi B said she once, uh, once said to her parents, have regular poor jobs. And it's rubbed off on her quote. She says, I'm very cheap. You might see me with the jewelry, but I'm always looking at my account. Mm. toby mcguire once said that he was born to young parents so his ambition was to make money for security and comfort he describes himself as very conservative with money jessica alba once said she grew up in survival mode because her parents didn't have a safety net now she teaches her children about saving and sustainability like wearing hand-me-down clothes Mm. cameron diaz once said her parents weren't well off and would collect recycling for extra money Now she's careful not to throw money away, but she will splurge a bit on experiences with family and friends. You may remember Mila Kunis. I mean, her story's really incredible. She's from Ukraine, isn't she? Yeah, she Mm -hmm. was seven when she and her parents moved here, and they came with absolutely nothing. She says, now, because I'm an immigrant, it's a different perspective on what the value of a dollar is and what hard work is. I'm a big supporter of Groupon. I've walked into restaurants with a Groupon. She says I use it all
2: the time. We should turn her on (laughs) to CincySavers.com. We should. Totally.
3: Tiffany
0: Haddish, she grew up in the foster care system and later experienced homelessness three times. Now she says she's saving up so that she can afford to retire at 55 or sixty.
3: Good for her. Wow. Yeah.
0: Dave Grohl of the Foo Fighters. He spent his childhood in a poor single-parent family in Virginia. He says, all my money goes straight into my bank account where it turns all moldy and smelly. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. Halle Berry, when she first moved to New York to pursue acting, she ran out of money and briefly lived in a homeless shelter. Now she says she saves a lot because she's worried about when this trip is going to end. Yeah. Good for her. Hillary Swank, she lived in a trailer park as a kid, and after her parents separated, she lived in a car with her mother until they could afford an apartment. Now she says she's still a coupon clipper. Wow. So, yeah, those are some pretty
3: big names on the list there. That's great. Yeah. I do kind of believe that one about Cardi B, though, because I follow her on Instagram, and she's always at her house, like, cooking her own meals. It'll show her, like, going to Target on her own in the grocery store, and she'll go to, like, the bodega where she grew up all the time and, like, stopped by there and get sandwiches and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like she really does pay attention. Like, she could probably hire a chef, someone to do her shopping. Yeah. Sure. But she's out there doing it.
2: We kind of lived on both sides of that fence, depending on whether or not my mom and my stepfather were together. Yeah. When, when they were together, mm-hmm. I, we, we, I grew up in a wealthy suburb, went, mm-hmm. to, went to private schools. We had horses, went on vacations every year. When they split up, we literally had nothing and we're on welfare. Wow. In a car that didn't work. Wow. And didn't know we would have nothing in the cupboard. Yeah. We, I'd have to make something out of nothing, some bread, cream mushroom soup. I got peas. That's it. That's all we have. What are mm-hmm. we I'm making? Cream mushroom soup sandwiches. There yep. you go. You out of a camel's can. That's, you figure it out. But it was interesting being on both sides of that fence. And the value of money to me now, which I've always been a saver, but I also like to enjoy life and spend because... <laughs> Who knows what will happen tomorrow. So it's sort of walking that line. But I suppose like if I had a billion dollars, instead of buying a big, huge mansion someplace and having a private jet, I'd rather just slow travel around the world. Yeah. Mm
3: -hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's
2: all on where you want to put that money, right? Yep. Got to take a break. Coming up. We'll get to this this book that the number one selling book on Amazon right now that everybody thinks was written by Taylor Swift. We'll get to that shortly. But first, let's go to Denise Johnson. She's got your latest Q102 traffic. Oh, you're all excited.
3: Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com.
4: Surgery has an art. Excited when you get something, right? You bring it in, you open it on the kitchen table, the place of honor for the new arrival. (laughs) You read the instructions, fill out the registration card. You may even join the club of other idiots that have this thing. And then some time goes by and it slowly begins to dawn on you that maybe you're not going to be quite as keen on drying out fruit and storing it in your basement. <laughs> so what do you do? You have to demote it. Objects start the highest level, visible in a living area. From there, it goes down to a closet, cupboard or drawer. That's why we have those, so we don't have to see all of the huge mistakes we have made. From the closet, it goes to the garage, one of the longest phases in trashification. No object has ever made it out of the garage and back into the house. The word garage seems to be a form of the word garbage.
2: It's Jerry Seinfeld, Jeff and Jen. The Swifties and Taylor Swift's fan base... Aren't always known for being calm and sensible, Hmm. which is why things like this happen. A publishing company recently announced that a celebrity is releasing a memoir this July and that it's going to be a blockbuster. Huge. Yeah. They haven't revealed who the author is yet, but they are now accepting pre orders for $45. That's it's, a pricey book. That's a pricey book. Yeah. Better be actually,
0: I better have a lot of pictures. Is it hardcover? Oh, of course. Always comes out first, hardcover.
2: <laughs> so the expectation is that people, and, and they are, people are pre-ordering a book and they don't know who the author is or, what, or huh. even what it's about. Just that it's a celebrity memoir worth $45, apparently, which is weird.
3: Is that expensive for a book, Jen, or is yes. that about? So it is. It's
2: up there. I don't yes. know
3: because I usually just listen to yeah. books on tape.
0: Mostly hardcovers when they're first release day. are in the twenty five thirty dollar range. Yeah. Uh, of course, on Amazon you can get them a little bit cheaper than that usually. Wow. But um, yeah.
2: Well, and this is even weirder. The book is on Amazon right now under the name. This is the this is the working title they have for it at the moment. Four C. Untitled Flat Iron Nonfiction Summer 2023. This is so weird. I it, like what celebrity? I don't know. I don't. Well, get they it. they they think it's Taylor Swift. Right. The Swifties think it's Taylor Swift, and it is currently the number one bestseller on Amazon's book section and in Barnes and Noble's coming soon section.
3: And nobody knows who is even writing it, but they're spending all their money on it,
2: the, right? Yeah. And it's mostly Swifties who are convinced that it's. Taylor Swift. Now, it's unclear how that rumor got started, but the fans say they see hints like the following. This mystery book is 544 pages. That's also very long for a book. Very yeah. long. Usually books are about 300. But 544, the five, four, four. those digits, you add them together, that equals 13. That's Taylor's lucky number
3: which I think wow. makes sense because everything she does has to do with the number 13 in one way, shape, or another.
2: Okay, the other the other hint they think they see is that the release date is set for July 9th. And, you know, the lyric in her 2010 song, Last Kiss, saying that July 9th, the beat of your heart. So they see that as a clue.
3: None of this would shock me, by the way, if mm. it's true. I mean, at all. And she... Because I feel like we would be like, well, when does she even have time to write a book? But she's one of those people that is recording an album, writing a book, and on tour all at the same time.
2: Right. And the release date would coincide with Taylor's next album, Speak Now, Taylor's version, which is out July 7th. But apparently it's not Taylor Swift. Because the publishing company says these Easter eggs that people are seeing are only coincidences. And while they didn't outright deny it, Variety says they know for certain that this mystery author is not Taylor Swift. So they know who mm. it is. And they're telling the Swifties, you you may want to cancel your pending pre-order. Probably because they don't want to deal with all the returns. Yeah. But wouldn't it be funny if it ended up being like, you know, I said it in the video, like if it's if it ends up being Kanye.
0: Which would be the antithesis of <laughs> right. the Swifties. I don't know
2: if there'd be anybody they'd hate to give money to more. Right. Right.
3: Scooter Braun. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, that's probably not the
2: case. Variety speculated that it might be BTS because they've heard rumors to that fact. But it, that's also unconfirmed.
3: Yeah, but it would make sense if it was BTS because Jen's saying it's 500 pages. Don't you feel like it would have to involve like multiple a of members
2: people. of it? Right.
0: Well, either that or somebody much older because, you know, how how a many experiences life. do you have to write about when you're 30? If
3: it's Tom Cruise, he's lived a very full life. But I don't,
0: I wouldn't think that this would be his style to, to like have to this big mystery. mystery. Yeah, yeah. I think he would come up with something. That's why I do think it's somebody young because us, you know, older, the older people over the age of 25 are going to be like. I'm not giving 45 bucks for something. I don't even know what it is. We wouldn't get that excited. But if I'm 17 and I'm in love with Taylor Swift and I think that it's a book about her, then I might spend the money.
2: Yeah. You know? Well,
0: we'll find they out. say it's
2: not, but I just, I think it's wild that the number uh, one yeah. bestseller on Amazon's book section right now is a book. They, a 500 know, page
0: $45 book that nobody knows who it's written it. by. Right. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. It so, sounds
3: like the fire festival all over again. Like yeah, they, <laughs> right. Everybody, sign <laughs> up. It's yeah. gonna be awesome. If, yeah.
2: If you want to pre-order, it's called Four yeah. C. The, the the numeral four, the letter C, Four C, Untitled Flatiron Nonfiction Summer twenty twenty three.
0: And it, I mean, is it gonna? We don't even know. Is it gonna be a limited edition, or are they gonna have ten thousand copies of it in every Barnes and Noble there is? Yeah. So what's the What's what's the benefit what's the of pre-ordering?
3: Our friend needs to know what the draw is because I think Jen's got forty-five dollars burning a hole in her pocket.
0: <laughs>
5: oh yeah, this Somebody is right up your alley. Me,
0: <laughs> you got to sell me a little harder on this one. Did
5: you hear her question? Is it limited it, edition? It, yes. <laughs> that was. That's, <laughs> that's
0: I mean, was it's saying. like you do. You have no choice but to get in now, or else you may never yes. have a copy of it.
3: I think you should go ahead and buy us one. I'm
5: not. What if you found not out it was going to do it? What if because, you found out it was a Kardashian.
2: No, but the now, funny thing is, if that was Chris the case, Tanner. if it was a limited edition, she would buy it because it's a limited edition. It's going to be worth something, and it'll end up in her basement for it. Like, she'll never sell it. She'll never make any money off of it. because She'll end up losing it or giving God it away to somebody. Put it like, on top of your it. other books that you get.
5: Yeah, that's what I'll do.
3: But she does read. I mean, Maybe it's out of all l- of us, she's the one that has. I own
0: a lot of books.
3: I mean, you read sometimes, <laughs> Jeff, right? Don't you huh. read sometimes? I do. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I I am a very slow reader who usually reads about two to three pages maximum before going to bed. It literally sits on my bedside table Table. for months. And I get through it like two or three pages at a time because I can't, I just cannot stay awake. Yeah, I'm the
3: same. So
2: if I want to actually read a book, I got to listen to the audio book in the car.
3: Yeah, that's what I do. Because I'm a drifter. I'll read and I'm reading, and then I'm like, oh, the grocery store, Kroger, I got a, and then I'm like eight pages later and I'm like, I have no idea what just happened because I've been drifting,
0: yeah. but also
3: still reading at the same time.
0: I wonder if it's Madonna.
3: Oh, maybe. <sighs>
2: Never mind. <laughs> she, oh, yeah. She'd have 500 she pages worth to of be material.
3: releasing her like sex book or sex something? Sex book. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's 544 pages of Madonna's sex book.
0: She's probably been collecting photos for a very long time.
3: And in that case, the Swifties are going to be like, what the heck is this? (laughs) What is this? (laughs) Who is this? What is it? All right.
0: So Doja Cat called her last two albums Hot Pink and Planet Her cash grabs, and she said that everybody fell for it. She said, now I can go disappear somewhere and touch grass with my loved ones on an island while y'all weep for mediocre pop. Hmm. Some fans are upset and confused, especially since those albums include her breakthrough hit, Say So, and the Grammy-winning Kiss Me More with SZA. Doja followed up that announcement with the title of her next album, which is called First of All. She has not said whether or not that one is a cash grab. Oh. Apparently the first two were.
5: Yeah. Well, to Tim's point in the video. Isn't that what they do that for?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's the, what I, mean, I
5: would make an album for so I could get some money get and then say money. goodbye to it.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing. You know, when you're an artist like that and you have an opportunity to work with these amazing producers and record labels and you're very talented and you have certain music that is yours and you want to make, but it's not going to sell a ton. Yeah, or here, are, do the, what here are all do these, yeah, well, I mean, that's the choice as an artist, you know. Do you, do you sell out for the man or do you stay true to who you are and the art you want to
2: create and not be
0: successful? Right. A tough choice.
2: Okay. You, you guys remember when we, we felt so liberated by cutting the cord. And we're choosing streaming over pricey cable TV packages and being sold a bunch of channels we never even watch and paying hundreds of dollars a month. Well, I saw where it was going all along. We're going to show them. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna get Netflix. And that's it. So that's mm-hmm. what I did. I got Netflix. And I liked it. And I held on to it because it was like at the time, I think seven bucks a month or something.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: We're going back a bit. And then came Hulu and Mm
3: -hmm. Amazon, what was that? Prime Video. Prime Video, Mm -hmm. yeah.
2: All these other, all the networks started, you know, Peacock and CBS with Paramount and Disney and ESPN Plus and Discovery and Mm -hmm. HBO and everybody Mm -hmm. started coming out with these separate streaming services.
0: Now I have 740 of them and cable.
2: (laughs) Right. Yeah, we're probably spending more today than we were before we quote-unquote cut the cord. They got us. Well, yesterday, I don't know how you'll take this news, Disney announced that they'd be combining Disney Plus and Hulu into one app. Great. Possibly with ESPN Plus as well by the end of the year.
0: So it's kind of like a cable package.
3: (laughs) Well, they've exactly. done that, like, so if you subscribe to Disney Plus, there's an option where you can do, like, Disney Plus Plus or whatever, and you get Disney Plus, the ad-ish version of Hulu and ESPN On Demand, whatever, as its own little package where you use the same password for everything.
2: Hmm. So,
3: and I think that was like fourteen ninety nine a month or something.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And when you have all of these automatic payments, and they're you know seven bucks, ten bucks, twelve bucks, you don't really pay attention. And all of a sudden, it's like you know you get this little alert.
5: I pay attention. I only pay for one Netflix. Chris pays for Amazon Prime. The end.
0: And That is all you have. Do you feel like you're missing out on anything? Nope. Like- you know what?
5: We end up watching. We end up watching over-the-air antenna bunny ears channel twenty-five reruns of Hardcore Pawn. Yeah,
3: you guys <laughs> really have like other people's passwords to stuff, though, right? That's kind of like what we do. Like we pay for the Disney and share.
5: We have a password place for
3: the Netflix and shares. We have
5: a password for for someone's Peacock.
3: Yeah. I th- you know what, I do now on my television because I, I don't pay for a lot of those, but I have used other people's passwords. When I hit the app now, I just pray mm-hmm. that it's going to open because I don't know. I don't know who's paying for it, but I know right. I got to log in. My, fr-
5: my friend Meg's trick is she's like, wait till Christmas time. They have an end of the year sale on Hulu and Peacock for $1.99 a month. And then that's when you order that's it. That's when you get it. Because then you get the whole year for 20 bucks. It's
0: like the 2023 version of OPP other people's passwords
2: oh, right yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah as it stands now disney will be temporarily combining disney plus yep.
0: so does that mean if you already have disney plus your your price tags going up supposedly from- they're going to
2: remain separate subscriptions so you still get the standalone options Only you'll have your Disney Plus and Hulu combined if you subscribe to both. So it's unclear how that would look. It sounds very confusing. It does. Yeah, and and that's why it might be temporary because Disney only owns two-thirds of Hulu with Comcast owning the other third. Next year, one company is expected to take over the whole thing, but it's unclear who will run it. In the past, Disney has talked about parting with Hulu, but more recently they've suggested that they might actually keep it and buy Comcast out.
3: Yeah, that's, that's what's going to happen. You wait and see.
2: Regardless, Disney has announced that they will be raising the price of Disney Plus's ad-free tier. It's currently $10.99 a month or $110 a year. Great. They didn't say what the new price will be. Are you hooked yet?
3: I mean yeah, that's where all of our kid stuff is. Like all I mean that's honestly the reason we have Disney Plus is because of all of the kid programming. You know, the movies, every Disney movie is on there. Bluey is on there. All of the Star Wars stuff is on there. Yeah.
2: So Apple TV Plus which which we have has a feature called Next Up or Up Next. It's called Up Next where you have your favorite shows and as they as new episodes come down the pike, your up next category bumps up whatever the newest thing is for your chosen shows. So it's Mm -hmm. basically – so you don't have to go through your list or whatever. It just is supposed to streamline your queue in a way. But in the events where we've shared it with the kids – it screws up our whole thing and we miss episodes. Otherwise we'd be a little more generous with our other subscriptions, (laughs) but that's my only thing about sharing subscriptions is I I got no problem with sharing my password, but now you're messing up like my queue and you're watching stuff that's,
3: that's why you have to create. Now, Not Apple is thing. different and because Apple is particular to the username for Apple. But when you borrow yeah, someone else's. Yeah, because it's my whole
2: Apple identity.
3: And that's why. But when you borrow someone else's Disney or Netflix or whatever, you create your own icon.
2: Oh. And okay.
3: then you go into your own icon, and that's your algorithm.
2: Under the same subscription. Under, yeah, yes. You have your queue list. Correct. Penelope could have hers. Yes.
3: So you have the tree. And then all of the little leaves underneath can be. Jen has a profile. You have a profile. Tim has a profile. I got. And you. it'll ask you like who's watching, and then you click on your name.
2: Yeah, I love Apple TV Plus. That's one I would keep. Netflix, I don't watch a lot. They got good programming. I just don't watch enough of it to justify them.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm. But also, I feel that way about Amazon Prime TV. Like, I have it because I have Amazon Prime, because I want stuff that's delivered to the house. And the only thing I feel like I've ever watched on there was The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel.
0: Same. Well, see, that's the thing. is, It's like, I'll get one for one show. Like, oh, well, I don't even remember. What did I get so I could watch Yellowstone? Stars. It's like,
3: kidding.
0: Because it was Paramount Plus.
3: Paramount right? Plus. Yeah,
0: and it's like, and and I got Apple because I wanted the morning, morning Show.
2: Yeah. Apple TV Plus has got a lot of good stuff. I think. Yeah, I just don't watch enough television.
3: See, and that's my problem too. I don't too. even turn it
2: on half the time. And to
3: Jeff's comment, like yesterday, I went into a bunch of different profiles and added stuff to my list so that I wouldn't forget to watch it. Like I haven't watched. The newest Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is the end of the season. So I had to put that on the list so I wouldn't forget. I still haven't watched the end to Firefly Lane. I had to put that on the list so I wouldn't forget. Yeah. I did start a very interesting documentary-style show, though, on Netflix. That's called The Longest Third Date. And it's about a couple uh, from New York City that met on Hinge. And they ended up just on a whim. The flights were not that expensive to go to Costa Rica. So they were like, hey, how about our third dates in Costa Rica? And they're like, all right, I'm game. But they left on March 17th of 2020. And they get stuck there because of the pandemic. Oh, wow. Shut down everything. Is Is this a real story? It's a real story. So that's what this guy ends up like recording all of this footage for the longest third date. That's a horrible place to have it's to be really, trapped for a really couple of years. <laughs> I mean, but, you know, you think about, like, how, is, how are they getting money? How are they working? How are they going to get doing? out? You know, I mean, they're from New York. And if you remember at the Did time. Did they fall in love? The epicenter of the, a lot of the COVID stuff was in New York City. Right. So I'm not going to tell you anything. Just watch it. It's on Netflix. It's like an hour something-ish. Hmm. But it's hmm. pretty interesting.
2: Yeah. All right. That is your latest E-News. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. And there is a lot today that we'll get to here shortly. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to Moulin Rouge! The musical happening Wednesday, the 17th at the Aronoff Center. That's, That's opening night. So if you're available that night and you want to score these tickets for free... We will tell you exactly when to call in. It's coming up straight ahead. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. I'm Bradley Trainer,
3: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
2: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
3: Pretty sure that's JLo And P.S. The person behind all of this
5: is
2: Chris Jenner.
3: L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hey. Hi, yes. Hey. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning?
6: I am doing well. How about you, sir?
0: Excellent. Doing great. We've got tickets for you to go see Moulin Rouge. All you have to do is tell us which one of these headlines is the real one, okay? Yes. All right. So is it A? Guy files for divorce after discovering his wife had an OnlyFans page featuring his naked butt. Is it B? A man pulled over for erratic driving was sober but watching a movie on Pornhub? Or C, a guy watched porn in public with his Bluetooth speaker at full volume?
6: Uh, okay. I would say is C. You're right, it
0: is C. Hey.
6: Look at you. That Yay. was a...
0: Total guess on your part, I could tell. (laughs) (laughs) Nicely done. Good
6: guess.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It was a good guess.
2: Yeah, cops in Clearwater, Florida got called to an apartment complex Sunday night after someone noticed a guy hanging out at the community pool watching porn with his pants down. And the only person, or I should say the only reason they noticed him was his cell phone was connected to a Bluetooth speaker. So the audio was being blasted out to all of his neighbors. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Yeah, his name is Christopher Harris. He's 51. After they read him his rights, he admitted he'd been uh, violating himself out there. What a guy. When asked why he decided to do it out there in the open at full volume, he said that he just tends to do stupid things when he's drunk.
0: (laughs) He wouldn't be the only one. Yeah.
2: So now he's facing indecent exposure charges. There you go. What is the the penalty for indecent exposure in the state of Florida, I wonder? I don't know. And is this his first? Good so, question. So many questions. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, weather-wise, partly cloudy skies, warming up to 80 today. Starting to see some sun, see shadows. It's pretty. I like it. Yep. And right now it's 57 here at Cincinnati's Q102. Coming up, a classic second date update. You might have missed the first time around, but it's new to you. In the meantime, let's check the roads. We got Denise Johnson here with your latest Q102 traffic. So Dinah, that's a unique name. Dinah is looking for a second date update with Charlie. Hey, Dinah, how are you?
6: I'm doing well. How are you? Doing
2: great. How do you spell that? D-I-N-A-H, like the, the former talk show host, or you got a different spell?
6: You know, no H. I'm not sure. My I spent my whole life correcting people on the pronunciation because there's no H. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, I was told it was Dinah, not Dina, because looking at it, it looked like it was spelled Dina. But Okay, let's talk about you and your date with Charlie, how you met, how the first date went, and then we'll go from there.
6: All right, sounds great. So, I met Charlie at a bar randomly. I totally picked him up. It was the night during the week between Christmas and New Year's. And we had such a good time. I thought that I would be spending New Year's with him, but they never happened. He Ooh. never called me. I'm at a total loss. I was, I was ghosted. And I don't understand.
2: Hmm. Well, describe the meetup. How did that go?
6: I met him down at the banks and he totally came up to me. He was hitting on me. I thought he was so cute and charming. He has this really great smile. You know, like you see some people and they should be in toothpaste commercials. Like that was,
3: that's the smile. He's right? that oh, guy. I love that. He's that guy. Perfect smile, like, bright white oh. teeth. Oh, it's the yeah. best. You're like, I'll buy that product. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> right? So that's what I look like on Scope. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um,
6: he also, also like well-dressed, you know, he, ha- he had everything going on. He was confident, but it wasn't cocky. He had this really cool vibe. He, he worked me hard, not in an obnoxious way. He was playful and fun. I was right there with him, like back and forth. It was, it was awesome. It was one of those nights where I actually just wanted to go with my girls and not think about guys, but yeah. he, he just showed up, and I was like, whoa. It was just too good to pass up. So I left with him, and I stayed at his place, and the next morning he made me some coffee, and he drove me home. He said he had something to do, so he didn't come in, but he did kiss me goodbye, and he said, see you later, and I said, I hope so, and I texted him a couple times that day, and for the next couple days, but there was nothing, and I don't get
3: it. Oh, no. That's the worst. Yeah, we had great conversation,
6: everything. I know, it's the worst. We had so much in common, and there was so much chemistry, and you know what? The sex was good, but it wasn't wasn't perfect, but it was good, and there's potential, and it's yeah, I I don't know. I didn't get sloppy drunk. I didn't say anything stupid or offensive. So I have, I'm i baffled. I have no idea. And I'm hoping you guys can figure it out because it's just, it's just driving me crazy.
3: Yeah, I don't like that either. Something has happened to him or maybe he's dating somebody else.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm I thinking. I hope
3: he's okay. Mm.
2: Right. Are uh, you friends with him on social media?
3: No.
6: Oh. I'm not even sure he's on social media. Right.
2: So does that happen to you often where... I mean, good looking guys like that with charm and charisma and sparkly teeth just walk up to you randomly and just start hitting on you.
3: <laughs> me? Um yeah. I so.
2: <laughs> no, I mean that's cool. That's that's great. You know, and, and it, I'm sure it took a lot of confidence on his part.
6: I bet. I mean, I I'm not one of those people that gets hit on a lot. So it was it, it threw me off at first, but he was just so cool. There was just something about him that like gave me that confidence to just flirt back.
2: Yeah. Okay. Why don't we take a break? When we come back, we'll call Charlie and see what he thought of Dinah and his date with her, evening with her, night with her. Coming up next with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. (music) So Dinah met Charlie down at the banks. This was, you said it was the week between Christmas and New Year's, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so she's hanging out with her friends, and this guy – pretty much walks up to her and just started hitting on her, which I don't think that would have worked if he wasn't as attractive as Charlie was. But even that you said that guys don't hit on you like that very often. But if a guy had hit on you that didn't have his looks, do you think you would have given him the time of day?
6: Um, I mean, I would have been nice, but I don't think it would have been the same result.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Okay, so they hit it off. They ended up going back to his place. And then the next morning, he made her coffee. He drove her home. Yeah. I mean, that was the last time she'd seen he or heard from her. That was it. Yeah, That's so, so weird. Here we are. Is there anything that we left out that you think is important or anything that you just thought of that you think we need to know before we make the call? I,
6: I, I can't think of any. I mean, I've been racking my brain about every little thing and I cannot figure out what was weird or what, could have been off-putting in a way. I, I don't know. I, I need you guys. This is I, this is what I call.
2: All right, let's call him up and see what we can find out. Hello. Hi, Charlie. Yes. Jeff and Janet, Q102, how are you this morning? (laughs) Ha, Jeff and Janet. No way, no way. What's (laughs) happening? Hi. You know, I I
1: feel like I shouldn't have picked up this phone. Um, Oh, man.
2: (laughs) You're not in any trouble. You didn't do anything wrong. You know, we're not busting on you. We're just checking in. That's all. Well, it's good to hear from you guys.
3: Thanks for checking in. Yeah, got to be here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, we we were just wondering.
2: (laughs) We heard from, uh, you can probably guess, we heard from a friend of yours who thinks you're pretty cool. And uh, you guys hung out, spent some time together the week between Christmas and New Year's. And she hasn't heard from you since. And, you know, this is kind of our thing. We call people to try to follow up if someone has been sort of ghosted, which, hey, busy, you got stuff going on. I assumed all this. (laughs) Well, do you remember her name? (laughs) Dinah. It's hard to forget a name like Dinah.
0: It's hard to forget somebody you've gone out on a date with.
2: (laughs) But, I mean, this wasn't really a formal date, though. This was kind of an impromptu hookup in a way, right? Yeah,
1: no, it's a... That, that's exactly right. I mean, it's... And it wouldn't um,
2: be the first second date update we've had where the person has no recollection they were that drunk.
1: True. Mm-hmm. No,
2: no. Just,
1: <laughs> I, I remember everything that happened. There it was, it was nothing like that. Um, I mean, look, it is, this is... It was really... I mean, I'm sure you guys just want to hear about it at this point, but... Now we're a little curious. <laughs> it was just really weird. Um, so I was just kind of you know wrapping my mind about how to get into it but okay here it goes um first of all like i'm not the kind of guy who just like goes out picking up girls at bars that's like not my thing but look she was the thing is like she was super sexy like really just really kind of blew me away and i just felt like i had to talk to her and uh i don't know did did she tell you guys anything about like i mean she probably told you that we slept together
2: right she didn't go into detail but yes Okay, and she tell you anything about the sex itself? Uh, no. She did not go into any detail. Okay, okay, because cause this is this is where it got really weird for me.
1: Um, look, we met. I was she was super sexy. We had a really nice time, and as she told you, we wound up sleeping together. We not up. We 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 went home together. We we had sex. Um, once everything's kind of like in full swing, you know, we we're kind of getting our rhythm. Um. She started to sing, like, while we were having sex. Sing? uh, Yeah, like, sing. Like, I mean, it was soft and breathy and (laughs) probably could have been really sexy and, like, different and cool. Except... She was singing "Silent Night."
3: <laughs> I was thinking like Sade or something very sexy. <laughs> yeah, right. I had "Smooth night.
2: Operator" in mind.
3: <laughs> we Holy all went to our go-to song.
1: Night. Please, the flash what? and and like here's the here's the thing, like the singing and it being Silent Night. that's it's it's all kind of weird and and, and through me, but also like I was raised Catholic, like. Went to Catholic school, tons of religion classes, intense family traditions. I mean, even have a cousin who's a priest. And, like, she busted into that song, and I could feel my mother. I could feel
2: God. Oh, good. Well, Oh, well,
0: yeah. candlelight. it's Candlelight. It's the grand about,
2: finale. She's singing about a round yon virgin who's yes. tender and mild. Tender and
0: mild. Whatever. Holy infant.
2: So tender and mild.
6: Ew. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, I, I get was, his it
2: was, point. It was not
1: good. It was not good. I didn't know what to do.
6: I'm, I'm so embarrassed.
2: <laughs> That's <laughs> I, pretty I funny. Out loud. <laughs> I have oh so many God. questions. Eh. Is this yeah. something that you do on a regular basis?
6: Not out loud. Like, okay, so I usually have a song just running in my head to kind of keep me in the moment and keep my mind from wandering, it, like, a, like a timer. It, I just, I can't believe I started doing that out loud. <laughs> like, okay, so... So if I can get through, like, one verse and then it's over, that tells me a lot about who I'm with. But I, I swear, I didn't mean to, like, be doing that out loud. Oh, my God. That so you're so usually weird. singing in so your scared. mind? Yeah, it's usually just in my head. Like, you, you know, you get a song stuck in your head randomly. Like, it just happens. And, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed. I'm sorry. That, that is weird. That's that is so, so weird.
2: <laughs> I've never heard of anything That's like so that. Fun.
3: Well, I mean, I will say sometimes you got to be really focused to get where you need to go in the bedroom, if you know what I'm saying. And and, maybe this is a way to help her focus. Well, and you think about men.
0: How many times have you heard men say, think about baseball, think about baseball, think about baseball? Well, that's guys
2: trying to think about anything (laughs) but what's happening.
0: Right. (laughs) And maybe she's just trying to shut out everything else around her and just get centered and calm. In the zone. In like a
2: meditative state. Is it like that, Dinah, or are we off the mark?
6: Yes, it is. No, it is totally like that. It, mm. It's it's to just stay focused. It's I don't. It's weird. I get it, and it should not have been done out loud. That is that is all on me. I mm-hmm.
2: mean,
6: yeah, totally is it always church songs?
2: Though. Yeah, the church. The fact that it's a holy song is what gets me.
3: Yeah. About a baby. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I, yeah. I mean, here in my defense,
6: it, it was the holiday time, and that song was everywhere. And so it that's the one that came to my mind immediately. That was so, the like, song that yeah. came up in the Dinah
2: jukebox. There you go. There it is. <laughs> yes.
6: Random oh play, God. showed up.
2: Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. funny. So I have another follow-up question. This is for Charlie. Do you typically, because Charlie was talking about how taken he was with you when he saw you at the banks. Uh, Charlie says he's not someone who normally just, you know, hooks up with someone randomly. Um, Do you know how many times would you say, honestly, have you just walked up to a woman and started talking to her and kind of hitting on her like you did? I mean, it worked out well for you because, according to her, you're a very good looking man. Oh, thank you. I I don't know that Uh, would (laughs) have worked if, you know, that it was someone less attractive.
1: I mean, it, it's, as I said, it, I don't normally do it. I mean, I you know, have I done it before? Yes. You know, a handful of times, a half dozen, I don't know. Um, it's a pretty rare occasion. Well, when you got it,
2: you got it. Yep. Right. So where does that leave us? I mean, are you open to, now that you've heard Dinah's explanation, would you be open to hanging out again? Because we're more than willing to send you guys out on a proper date. We'll pay for dinner.
1: I, I mean, um, yeah, I, I mean, Dinah, I really I I do really like you, but like I mean, if that that really freaked me out. So if it happened again, like would you be okay if I pointed it out? I mean, would you would you stop singing out loud? Oh, that's a <laughs>
6: question. Or maybe bust into
1: something
2: that was kinda sexy. Or maybe come up with another song. I, yeah. I, I don't know.
3: Yeah.
6: Maybe yeah,
2: sing, you exactly. know, Nick Freak <laughs> or whatever. Yeah.
3: I'll make love to you by boys to Men. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. If you point it out and maybe you want a duet, that's fine as well. <laughs> oh, my God, duet. That's hilarious. Yeah. What that's do fun. you say, Charlie?
1: <laughs> um, You know, like, I'd, I'd love to go out again, and, you know, I'll try to come up with some, some songs of my own too. <laughs> to <do laughs> <after laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> I love it. Okay, Diana, no, I assume you're still yourself.
6: in? <laughs> I'm so in.
2: Great. We'll Jeez. set it up. Thank you both for coming on Second Date Update, Oobes, Thank a you for fixing too. this. We've been doing Second Date Update <laughs> yeah. for a long time, and it's just when I think I've heard it all. Yeah, something new. Yeah. No, this, this is, I, we appreciate, I appreciate this.
0: <laughs> Keep, <laughs> Keep us posted, kids. Yeah,
2: happy to do it. And best of luck to you. Hang on.
0: Okay. All right. If you need some help with a Second Date Update, so simple, it's just an email Jeff and Jenna at wkrq.com.
2: Okie doke. Uh, we got pick your purse round two here in a minute. Otherwise, partly cloudy skies for the rest of the day. We're looking at warm, warmer temperatures. Great day for a, for a Reds game this afternoon. Yeah. that I won't get to
0: attend. Yeah, me neither. But some people around here are going and they'll have a lovely time. I'm
2: sure. We'll see a high of 80 right now. 57 at Cincinnati's Q102. Bo Jackson. Is a former athlete who was famous for starring in the NFL and major league baseball simultaneously. He was a stud. Oh yeah. Big time.
3: I remember Amazing. when we were younger and we would collect baseball cards. We always wanted the what is it, upper deck is the name of the thing. Upper deck cards. We always wanted the upper deck Bo Jackson baseball card. Because he had on like his football pads and was holding a a baseball um bat. I think yeah,
5: Something like that. Yeah, he, who did he, he was for? Awesome. The White Sox.
2: He played for a couple teams, didn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah, and he became a really popular figure for not just his athleticism and the fact that he was in you know two different sports at the same time, but uh, throughout the late '80s and early '90s, he endorsed Nike. He was involved in a popular ad campaign called "Bow Nose." Bow nose. Yeah. Envisioned. Jackson attempting to take up a, a litany of other sports like tennis, golf, mm-hmm. luge, auto racing, ice hockey. You know, playing blues music, hockey. yeah, yeah, and uh, and and then he takes on, he tries to take on playing blues music with Bo Diddley, who scolded Bo Jackson by telling him, "You don't know Diddley," <laughs> and he says, "Oh, Bo knows." I think I remember
3: that if I was in a commercial for sports, right? Yeah,
2: it was Nike Nike. Air Trainer cross-training shoes or something. That's funny. Anyway, I bring him up. He's, I want to say he's 61 now. And he's been dealing with another challenge in his life. Hiccups. Oh, no.
0: Does he have like one of those cases where he can't get rid of them? He just has them
2: all the time. It's so super rare. Yeah, Bo Jackson says he's been suffering from nonstop hiccups since last July. Oh, my God. That would make me nuts. And it's an actual medical condition. It is. I've heard of it before. Nonstop. Nonstop hiccup. Yeah, it's unclear what's going on, but he's trying to get it corrected. He says he's getting some kind of medical procedure done at the end of this week to try to remedy it. I guess the doctors have been poking him you know, shining lights down his throat. and All kinds of things, I'm sure. Basically probing him every way they can to find out why he's got these hiccups.
3: They Weird. should watch Grey's Anatomy. This was a storyline on there. Was it really? It was a long time ago, yeah. They
2: figure out what it was? It was some
3: kind of diaphragm issue, I think, is what they were saying. Yeah, That's what happened it then. Is
2: usually is related to your yeah. diaphragm. And they don't have any concrete answers yet, but they should look up that Gray's Anatomy episode because they might actually learn something they from it.
3: call Dr. Shepard or funny. Dr. Gray and find out what happened. See. Yeah. I bet Dr. Bailey knows.
2: Yeah, he was on some sports podcast talking about the problem. I've had the hiccups since last July, and I'm getting the medical procedure done the end of this week to try to remedy it, but I'm busy at the hospital sitting up with doctors poking me and shining lights down my throat and probing me every way they can to find out why I got these hiccups. So, Have we figured it out? Hell no. I have done everything, scare me, drink water upside down, smell the like- of a porcupine it doesn't work (laughs) (laughs) nothing works (laughs) never
0: heard of that as a possible remedy I suppose when you're desperate
2: why not I mean at this point he'll try anything
3: right oh my gosh I can't imagine how much of a life life disruption that has to be is
2: there an oil for
3: that
0: oh probably I'm sure there is do
3: you drink it or smell it at that point probably both
0: you could probably do either Yeah. yeah I don't know have to look essential oils for hiccups.
2: Yeah, for me, it's it's just like big deep breaths and and full exhales over I don't know a couple of minutes, and that seems to do it. Mm-hmm.
3: The only time I find that I get them is if I have like if I'm drunk. Like I, if I get the hiccups, I'm like I this is shut down time. I know like that's the limitation yeah. if I have a hiccup. But if you drink like something carbonated. I don't normally drink like soda or anything like that, other than like beer. But sometimes, if I have some and I take a drink of seltzer water, I'm like, Ugh! and it yeah. just chokes weird or what something. What triggers
2: my hiccups is if I eat too fast, or if I eat too fast and I'm talking while I'm eating too fast, that will absolutely trigger them.
3: You take on too much air?
2: Yeah, I guess yeah. It, it disrupts my whatever Flow. it causes them. But yeah, just big exhale, big inhales. Deep exhales. Mm
0: -hmm. Peppermint oil. Sometimes
2: that seems to do it. Peppermint Peppermint oil oil. helps hiccups. Two drops,
0: yep, with an ounce of carrier oil and rub it together in your palms and just inhale. Smell
3: it. Yep. I wonder if he has tried that. We should call him.
0: Peppermint oil with what? A carrier oil. Peppermint oil is a hot oil, so you want to use a carrier oil like a coconut or a jojoba or... How about olive oil? Is that a carrier oil? (laughs) You could probably get away with using (laughs) it. I would not recommend it, No, but...
3: (laughs) That sounds really slimy, Jeff.
2: Okay. Yeah, the other story I was... I wanted to get to in E! News, but we never did, was these celebrities, these older guys like... Robert De Niro, I don't know if you heard, Robert De Niro, the actor, (laughs) he's 79 years old and he just had his seventh kid.
0: I think what's wackiest about that for me is that his oldest child is 51. So could you imagine being a 51-year-old person with a newborn sibling? A newborn brother? That would be weird.
5: Right. One of my good friends growing up, um, when I went to hang out at his house for the first time, I realized that he was the oops baby and his parents were... Older than my grandparents. Mm,
3: mm-hmm. And
5: his oldest brother was older than my mom and dad.
0: Yeah. Oh, it wow. was
5: was a little interesting. I'm like, wait a minute, this is your dad? Yeah. He's 80. <laughs> <laughs> How did that happen? But it all worked out. They had a unique thing going on.
2: Yeah. Well, I guess it's not as common as you'd think. BuzzFeed put together a list of other men, older guys who had kids later in life. And I can list 10 of them for you. They're second, third, or fourth families. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like Paul McCartney had his fifth child at 61. Okay. So those kids range in age from 19 to 60. That Like you're a 19-year-old person and you got a 60-year-old sister brother. or brother. Yeah. 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 Man, uh, The actor Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Mm -hmm. (laughs) had his first at 62 and his second at 64.
3: Wow, buddy. Wow.
2: Letterman was kind of old. I was going to say,
3: wasn't David Letterman, is he on the list?
2: He's not on the top 10, but yeah, he did have a kid later in life. Yeah.
0: I mean, I know a guy in his early 60s had a a baby, and he had four grown or three grown kids, but then got himself a
2: young girlfriend. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Elton John had his first child at sixty three and his second at sixty six. Uh, Rod Stewart has hit had his eighth child at the age of sixty six. So yeah, Rod Stewart's kids range in age from twelve to fifty nine. Yeah, see. Mm. Clint Eastwood had his eighth child at sixty six. They range in age from twenty six to sixty nine. Wow!
3: So this happened a couple of times, like in Hazard. Um, Some of my family members, it would be like my grandma was pregnant or it's not necessarily my grandma, but it was like a member of our family. So she was pregnant and then her oldest son's wife was pregnant at the same time. So your wife and your mom were pregnant at the same time. Yeah. So there are like. That are the same age. Like, my son and my brother are the same age.
0: Yeah, I went to school. Because they
3: had a lot of kids.
0: Yeah, that was the Martindales in Cuba. Yeah, Monica and Kenny, same age. Kenny was Monica's uncle. Yes. Yeah. Did you know Wink?
3: Wink, Martindale, Martindale,
0: no, did not know Wink.
3: (laughs)
2: But I mean What's that's not to?
3: unheard of, you know, when it when, yeah. you know, when you have a big family.
2: Yep. I didn't know Steve Martin didn't have kids until sixty well, he had his only child at sixty seven. Wow. For some reason I had it in my head, I just assumed he had kids mm-hmm. prior to that. And then of course Mick Jagger, he had his eighth child at the age of seventy three. Those kids range in age from six. His youngest is six. His oldest is 52. It's like I wonder what that decision is
0: like when they make it. I mean, obviously, they've got a much younger wife or girlfriend, and she really wants to have a kid. How much convincing does she have to do? And then what kind of deal is made? Does he say, okay, listen, fine, I'll do it, but I ain't changing diapers. Right? I ain't chasing a toddler around. This is on you, lady. Yep. I'm just fun dad. Yeah, don't be disappointed. pay the bills. Know this going in. (laughs) Yeah, that I've done this already a long time ago. In fact, my child could be, my oldest child could be this baby's grandparent. And also your mom. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Sometimes your mom is. When you're 70 and they're dating a 30-year-old and your oldest is 55. Yeah. I mean, you could be the mother.
2: You're my wife and I love you and I will do this if it makes you happy. Mm Mm-hmm. But you're doing this. Yeah, <laughs> this is on you. Yeah, I'll be fun daddy.
0: Right, exactly. I'll be here. I'll pay the bills. Right. You know, I'll take you to Disney. But Right. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, I mean at that age. What are they, I know. You know I don't know maybe maybe he'll surprise you. maybe he does get up in the middle of the
0: night well i just wonder about you know i He's think about He's got to get up
2: in the middle of the night anyway
0: anyway exactly to go to the <laughs> 12 times yeah that's yeah, all maybe, right i got it
3: maybe this is their second chance at fatherhood you know like for example most of the people on this list are famous so I could imagine that maybe, maybe they screwed it up. Maybe for the first round of parenting, they were on the road or taking their careers. So like seriously. David Foster. Like David Foster with, Caffrey, exactly, with Catherine. Exactly. Maybe it McPhee. keeps them young. Yeah. Maybe it's just their second chance at really being a great dad.
2: Yeah. All right. Coming up. The COVID health emergency is over. Plus there's one thing Americans are in total agreement on road trips. We got the story and some of the, Some of the rest of the day's news that didn't make the news. Coming up next. 810. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. You can't put your pet on a billboard for free. You can. That's awesome. We'll explain. Uh, The one thing Americans are in agreement on. Road trips. It is Thursday, the 11th of May. 2023. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. All right, before we get to those stories, let's start with the COVID 19 health emergency. It is officially over. As expected, President Biden officially ending the COVID 19 health emergency in the U.S. today. Biden first announced that May 11th would be the date back in January. This comes less than a week after the World Health Organization ended the global health emergency. Here we are. So here's what the change means. If you've been looking for a sense of pandemic closure and want the opportunity to say the pandemic is over, I suppose this is about as close as you're going to get. The reality is there are no fixed borders on a pandemic. COVID isn't going anywhere, but the damage it's doing to humans is declining. So they're going to treat COVID as a disease that's here to stay rather than an emergency. But the good news is epidemiologists and medical historians believe the virus has sort of transitioned into something that's much more predictable and a lot less dangerous. More like the common cold. COVID-19 cases, deaths, and hospitalizations are all trending down, but there are still more than 75,000 cases reported every week in the U.S. and 1,100 deaths per week, so a little more than the common cold. Uh, There are a lot of changes, however, with laws and rules that were all based on COVID being classified as a medical emergency. For example, for immigration, the U.S. can no longer deny asylum and migration claims for public health reasons. For low-income families, the work-related requirements for food and medical assistance programs that were paused during the pandemic will now be unpaused. And for health tracking... The CDC will lose access to the to some of the surveillance data it used to assess and report COVID risk as well as data on vaccinations. As far as insurance is concerned, the US Department of Health and Human Services is asking insurers to reimburse people for over-the-counter tests and lab testing, but they're not required to. Mm-hmm. And there will be likely new variants and case surges in the future, but hopefully they will be seasonal and relatively minor for most people.
3: Yay.
2: And uh, in the event that something bad does happen, the end of the public health emergency does not impact the FDA's ability to grant new emergency use authorizations for medical products. Having said all that, it, it it's hard to imagine. It's hard to find anything really that everyone can agree on in this country other than that nobody can seem to agree on anything. <laughs> and that... There are a lot of varying opinions. There are a lot of varying opinions. Mm-hmm. But in a series of new polls, it does sound like everyone in the U.S. is unified on one thing. And that is our love of road trips, Mm. our love for road trips. Yes. 40% of people say they love, I should say 40% of Americans say they love road trips, while 43% say they at least like them. And less than 10% of Americans have a negative opinion on road trips. Maybe they just don't like to drive. They don't like being confined in a car.
3: See, I like. I enjoy being on the road trip, but I don't want to do any of the driving. I will do all navigation. I will do all snacks. I will plan the stops and the bathroom breaks. I will research traffic situations for you.
5: There's something about right. the road trip that is a little bit of like an adventure. Yeah, not yes. a, you're not exactly sure what you're going to come across on your journey from A to B
3: or C, or you
5: might, might see you might see a sign that says "Pull off here to see the world's largest ball of yarn," and you're yeah. like, mm, mm-hmm. "Let's
3: go." I think about this right now because my parents, yesterday, they flew to Denver and then they drove from there, Colorado, to Nebraska, to South Dakota. So they're going, so their trip right now. Mount Rushmore. Yeah, so right now they're staying by Mount Rushmore, which is in South Dakota. So they're doing North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Kansas, Colorado, kind of that whole area. Mm. They're driving.
4: Yeah, well, that now that they great. Float, yeah. Mm. like
3: now that they've flown now this is like all driving and seeing stuff like they're probably going to go see mount rushmore today fun because my mom's never been
2: yeah there's uh there's a term for people i i guess uh i i don't want to conflate the two but you know there were folks like who they buy an rv or they rent an rv for a period of time and they kind of go on a sort of indefinite road trip where they kind of have a plan outlined but there's no hard and fast rule and if they decide to stay in any given location for longer than a day they can without any consequence they're not missing out on any hotel reservations because they're pretty much making it up as they go along and there's something like that on a broader more international basis called slow travel where hey, let's rent an Airbnb for a few weeks or maybe even a couple of months, and then we'll kind of wander around this part of Italy, and then we'll make our way east, and maybe we'll spend some time in Greece. And you just sort of make it up as you go along, or you can plan it as much as you like. But the breakdown is pretty much the same across the board. No matter where in America you live, whether you're male, female, old, young, liberal, conservative, chances are you love road trips. And digging a little deeper, 59% of people say they prefer taking the scenic route on road trips, while 28% are cool just using the fastest route. We uh, we were on a road trip, I think, from here to Massachusetts. I had some time off, and we were just going to take the same interstate, same New York State Thruway, the Mass Turnpike, just like we normally do. Mm-hmm. And my father-in-law said... Well, you know, we, get, we got a Rand McNally in the, on the coffee table in there. He says, why don't you plot out like a more interesting scenic route if you're not under the gun, if you if you have the time. He yeah. says, you know, why don't you drive through the Adirondacks? Yeah. It's beautiful well, should, yeah. this time of year.
3: If you have the time, I definitely think. If you've got a car full of kids and you're trying to get to Disney World, as fast as freaking <laughs> possible.
5: Last summer, we went to Lake Erie and we... Plotted it out, and it was like take I seventy five to Toledo, and I was like, I do that so many times just to go see my family in Detroit. I don't think I don't think I've, I can't I do it don't again. think I mentally have the capacity to just do it for this reason. So I got off in Dayton and just followed signs. Just followed like signs, whatever,
3: to county whatever.
5: road to this, to US to that. And you know what? Did we you just,
3: find anything interesting? We
5: stopped at this little homemade candy shop in some little map dot on middle Ooh. of Ohio. We went, it was pretty cool. Wow. And it took 11 minutes longer than the regular way. Oh, oh wow. Really? 11 minutes was like, is it? That's that was worth 11 you minutes for make my that mental way. sanity.
3: Regular route now that you go up there.
5: Chris hates that stuff, so oh. I don't think.
3: <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like my road rage or my angst while driving would be smaller if I was doing something similar to you, right? And knowing it's only 11 more minutes, like. Who cares?
0: Yeah. But if there's a lot of stop and goes and a lot of turns, that requires so much more focus than just driving. Yeah. That's called in a driving. Jen. Line. That's called <laughs>
5: driving. Focusing and paying attention. <laughs> it's called being engaged yeah. through the road. Hard. That's funny.
3: Tomato, tomato. Okay. I
5: want to I space out till we get to Knoxville. <laughs> Bingo.
2: Hard and
3: fast. I am not stopping till we get to Bucky's.
2: So, the U.S. Mm-hmm. interstate system was sort of started by President Eisenhower in the nineteen fifties. That which is why they call it the Eisenhower interstate system. Prior to interstates, we had U.S. highways. Like an example, that would be U.S. Fifty, which runs through Cincinnati. U.S. Fifty goes. From coast to coast. And that's like, what people would travel on. Mm-hmm. And so that's what some folks will sometimes do is they'll choose a U.S. route that they know if they stay on it, they'll, they'll get go there. They'll get yeah. there eventually. It'll just be more scenic than if they're on a multi-lane freeway. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, 50% say they prefer to plan the details of the road trip ahead of time, while 37% uh, want to be spontaneous.
3: Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I kind of like both. It how depends. Did- like, again, it depends on who I'm trapped in the car with.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and how much
0: time you have.
3: Yeah. My we were talking last night to my parents. We FaceTimed them because they're on this trip. And my kid is upset because she's like, well, you guys left me and I don't get to go with you, and that's not fair. And my mom said, well, it's a lot of driving, Penelope. It's like nine hours of driving. And her reply was, yeah, that's not worth it.
2: <laughs> 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 she doesn't even know where she's going. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> All right, if you got a pet, you probably got a million photos of them on your phone like I do. Yes. And now you finally got a good chance to put him to good use. The billboard company Lamar. Yeah. Lamar advertising. They own around 150,000 billboards around the U.S.
3: They own some here. They do. I've seen them before.
2: Yeah. And they got a ton of those digital billboards as well, those electronic billboards. Mm hmm. And for National Pet Month, they partnered with an ad company called Shoutable to let people post photos of their pets for free.
3: That's fun. You
2: that is kind of fun. I know. Great. I think I might. I
5: got, I got some great biggin' pictures. You've got some really good send,
3: cat pics. And yeah. then one
5: of biggin' you just posted the other day with his mouth open. When he's yawning.
0: Yeah. Oh,
5: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you can upload a photo at lamarlovespets.com and add a custom message. There's a map, so you can choose a billboard nearby. You can also choose the date and time for it to play. That's great. And then you get a, get a picture of it. Mm-hmm. Technically, you have to check out, and it says it'll cost $45, but I guess if you use the discount code Lamar Pet Month, it'll drop that to zero, just an FYI. Mm-hmm. But they're accepting submissions through May 31st.
3: Uh-oh, you guys.
2: I'd you got to get... get
3: your pets on there. Better Tracy hurry up. On a billboard. Same with you, Tim, and the dogs.
2: The dogs. Yeah, the boys. Be great. The beagle bros. Yes. Now, I got to warn you, when we tried, it said they were experiencing a high load of orders. Oh, and that we should try again tomorrow. So maybe do it earlier in the day. Okay. Oh
3: yeah, yeah. Like when you get to work.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Is it just a photo? I wonder. Or can you put like a little thing? The the thing that I like about that's cool about Gracie is I, I adopted her as an adult cat. Mm-hmm.
0: So she was already kind of. Settled down. She wasn't doing crazy kitten things like climbing the curtains.
2: Right. But uh, I was told by someone that they have a harder time getting adult animals, you know, finding dogs homes as well, for them. Finding homes sure. for them than kittens, I suppose. Yep. All right. It's a 22. Coming up, your shot at $1,000. The 1K letter of the day is straight ahead next. Mary Gina. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. How are you,
0: Mary Gina? I'm good. How are you all? Doing great. Good. What's going on in your world today?
6: I am excited because I am going to play the one K letter of the day. Then
0: huh. oh well, this could be the highlight then, huh?
6: Let's hope so, for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you win a thousand dollars, that would be lovely.
6: That would be amazing. Yeah.
2: Did you yeah. grow up in a New England Irish Catholic family by any chance, Mary Gina? Perhaps I did, Jeff. <laughs>
3: I literally just said to Jeff, I feel like Mary Gina should be from Boston, and I don't know why. And then I said, Mary Gina, what you doing?
2: (laughs) I just just got a sense over the phone. We can detect each other. Little subtle differences. Yeah. Well, it's good to have you on, and we're going to try to get you a better letter than last time. Fritchie told me the last time you got the letter O.
6: Yes, the last time I actually got the M because I had an, no, I had a G. I had an O and then a G. O-G. Oh,
0: O G,
2: all right. Well, OG. let's
0: let's see if we can, you know, do something exciting today.
2: Well, I, I hate to disappoint you. You got the letter G again.
0: Oh wow, that's not, what are the odds? that's not horrible. It's not horrible. Yeah, because probably after you lost with G, the rest of the day, all you could think of were all G words, right.
4: all and everywhere you all. turned,
0: everything you looked at, there was another G thing. Everything, yeah. nothing that a G. but a G thing. All right. Well, let's see what we can do. Thirty seconds on the clock with the letter G. Name something you put on ice cream. Path. Something yellow. Geo. Something wet. Ground. Something with fruit. Granola. A store. Giovanni. An appetizer. Great. Something you order. Good food. An animal. Goat. An office supply. Green pen. A honeymoon spot. Uh, ah. oh, Granada.
3: Granada.
0: Oh. oh, you, were, honey, you, you got were eight. Close, yeah. You got eight. We would oh, have accepted so Granada or Grenada. Either one. Grenada, or,
2: Grenada. Or Georgia. The Galapagos. Galapagos. Well, Grenada is 100 miles off the coast of Venezuela near St. Lucia, where Fritch is going. And Granada is, it's a slightly different spelling off the coast of Spain, right?
3: Sure, it is. Sure. I believe you. Uh huh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
2: Well, Tim's Mr. Maps <laughs> over here. I figured he of all it people sounds would know. That's
3: good to me, Jeff.
2: My
5: cousin went. uh, His his wife went to school to be a veterinarian at the one over by Venezuela, whatever one that one is. Oh yeah,
2: They got supposedly they got
5: an incredible medical school down there. And she went to that, and he lived there for a year with her. Just worked from home. I'm like, where are you
3: at? Wow, lucky, huh? Yeah, but you had some good answers.
0: Yeah, something you you put on ice cream that starts with said
3: Ganache. That's what I was thinking thinking too. ganache. Ganache. Yeah.
0: Quite yeah, granola would have worked too. Yeah. But then when
3: you said a food you order, I was thinking gnocchi. That starts with a G. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yep. Well, well that, hey, that was yeah. really good. I have a feeling next time. Next yeah. time it'll be your time. Yep, it'll happen. And
6: it'll be the letter it'll be the letter G again. Yeah. Sure
0: <laughs> and you'll nail it. Right. <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right Thank kid. Thank you all very much. Yep. All right. You, right. you, you have it. a good
3: bye. one. All right. Bye
2: bye. See you. bye. 8 35. Weather wise gonna be nice out. What time is the Reds game?
3: 12-35. 12-35.
2: That's right. First
3: pitch is 12 What Oops. section are you in? We are in section 128 today. Oh, that'll Very be exciting. fun. Very exciting. I believe that's on the first base side.
5: hmm Reds. Uh, and a
3: little outright field-ish. They
5: won the first game in the series against the Mets. We lost yesterday 2-1, to one, and then today will be the wrap-up. Also, it's the first day for Florence Yalls play today.
3: Yeah, and I'm really day. excited, Jeff. I haven't been to a Reds game yet this year. Same. That's my first game.
2: Well, you got a great day for it because it's not humid.
3: Mm-mm.
2: It's going to warm up to 80,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and it'll be partly cloudy.
3: Which will be nice.
2: So it shouldn't be oppressively hot.
3: I did bring my pocket sunscreen just in case. This is the mm. question
5: of the day, though, Fritch. We talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago. It was a trending food thing where people would buy a oh, cheese cone and put it on top of a La Rosa slice.
3: It's called the Sky Rosa. And
5: then wrap it up and you eat the whole thing at once. Will we be getting that? No. Mm.
3: Well, I did take a, a, a Pepsi <laughs> this morning, so maybe.
5: <laughs>
3: it depends on how many beers I have before you ask me this question yet again.
0: And then tonight will be really exciting at eight o'clock when the Bengals schedule comes out. Mm-hmm. I
3: know, I know, and I
0: I saw where we probably won't be having any one o'clock games. Yeah, I think
5: those are behind us for a while.
0: I know, which is such a bummer because that's my favorite. Same. I like I like the one o'clock for my scheduling. It just works,
3: and it just really messes with my when I have to wait all day to watch you play. It really messes with my psyche.
0: Yeah, you know. Yeah. Because I'm I ready have, to go.
3: I have just as much of a stake in that game as you do, Joe Burrow. <laughs> and I don't know what you're doing all day long, but I'm just pacing.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that'll be that'll that's going to be fun to see. No
3: one o'clock. What games our plan at all. is?
0: They. Oh, I, yeah. I know, right? Eesh. I know. Ouch. That's upsetting. I, I was know. telling.
3: Yeah, I was telling Tim though. I was reading that also the digital media team for the Cincinnati Bengals, they've been working really, really hard to put together a fun. Um, schedule video like it's mm. gonna be something really fun so we'll have to pay attention if you follow them on the instagram big
5: we, we were hearing that uh that's kind of a competition amongst the different teams to see who yeah. can have the most exciting coolest most badass launch yeah, video sure. for the season schedule well, yeah and well. that's what's
3: so cool it's no longer like remember how would they used to just put out a graphic that had the schedule and that yeah. was it well now it's like a thing thing it's
0: a production yeah. like a promposal right.
3: It is. You're right. It
2: absolutely is. You got to make it Instagrammable. Yep.
3: Oh, they just announced, Jeff, that the NFL is going to kick off with the Lions versus the Chiefs September the 7th, a Thursday night game. Lions and Chiefs. Lions versus the Chiefs.
5: (gasps) The Lions. Yeah.
0: I don't love Thursday night games either.
3: Yeah, here's what we don't like about football. Okay, so here's Thursday what we want. night games. We don't like Sunday night games. Sunday and then, night games. you know. We don't like any of the night games. No. And when they flex to Saturdays, we get mad about that as well. Yes,
0: correct. <laughs> so please, just at one o'clock on Sundays. What we like. You can't win. I can do
3: four
0: o'clock.
3: <laughs> the challenge with four o'clock is, is that it's I got to schedule the level. bath time in the middle there, somewhere.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
3: Because <laughs> the kids have school still the next day.
2: Remember sure. how we were talking about. Going to a four-day work week and which day we would take off if we got that, like, mm-hmm. would it be Friday or Monday? Monday. Monday.
0: Yeah, we all totally agreed. Monday, one hundred percent.
2: Could help solve the NFL issue.
0: It could solve a lot of issues. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll just be using. But that. then,
0: but I, I also believe that if we have a Monday night game, and I, you know, this applies. Well, this I think this should apply to any of the night games. The next day should be a holiday.
3: Totally. Also, this is our year, according to my Dominican Republic cab driver. That's right. <laughs> this is our year. That's right. We're going to Vegas, guys. She said. Allegiant Stadium. We're going to be in the Super Bowl. So it's- Back-to-back wins.
0: Vegas this year. Where is it next New year? Orleans, New Orleans. New Which
3: is perfect. Oh, because for it'll, Joe. Yes, it'll be mm-hmm. perfect for Joe and Jamar mm-hmm. to win another
0: Super yes, Bowl. they're back-to-back.
3: Yeah. We're putting out all the good vibes.
0: I'm Brent. I, You know, I got to get the wardrobe organized. I'm finding like Bengals hoodies all over the house. They all need to be like in one location, in one corner of the closet. There needs to
5: be the Bengals corner.
3: Jen and I have been working on our our wardrobe. NFL season wardrobe <laughs> For real. Already. We really
5: have. Yeah, Seriously. I, I thought it was uh, Natalie's,
2: some one of her Natal- Natalie type print. things. I saw that jacket hanging in here. We
5: ordered matching jackets. And
2: I kid you not, I thought it was the matching jacket to the pants that Natalie has. Nope. No, totally different print.
5: So when you guys wear your suit coats with tiger stripes all over them, what are Jeff and I going to wear?
3: And Whatever you want. you guys are you guys are responsible for your own wardrobe. Yeah, no kidding. Jen and I will be matching. Yes. The so. funny thing is, Jeff. When I went out of town, do you remember a couple weekends ago? I went out of town with Scott to some remote part of Kentucky to go on a, a buggy, a side by side trip. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: So while you were being <laughs> a good wife.
3: So while I'm there, it's like Friday afternoon. We're like unpacking. We're like checking into our little cabin, which I barely have any service. Jen is sending me links to this jacket. Yeah. And I'm there, and I am on, I'm like, you get to get me to the topest part of this mountain so <laughs> I can get cell reception so that I can order this jacket it's So funny,
0: I would have ordered it for you. You could have just had me order I know, <laughs> but it, just was, it was all in
3: my, all in the thing.
0: <laughs> but you made it happen.
3: I did make it happen. It was all in the process. Mm-hmm. And I got a new one coming because the one I initially ordered was too big. It was
0: the wrong size. So, so you yeah. guys are both getting them. You're going to be twinsies? Yeah, yeah. Some t- at some points, yes.
3: I wrote Immediately, we were like, photo shoot. <laughs>
2: because <laughs> it's pretty sweet. Yeah. So you're not like one of those people who are like, oh, she's wearing the same thing. I, I, I can't have that. Oh, I don't care. No, I don't You don't care. No. I don't care. No.
0: When it comes to that kind of stuff, especially, I mean, if I'm going to the prom, that's a problem. But, oh. um, no, yeah, <laughs> you know, when it's Bengals gear, no. no.
3: Well, and it's also going to be perfect for our Super Bowl.
0: For sure. For the dressier events, because you can just yes. put it over a black.
3: black. Yeah. Totally. Black anything. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, with all the psychics and fortune tellers out there that charge ridiculous money for nothing, if it turns out that this Dominican cab driver that you ran into in Los Angeles when you were out there was correct about this season?
3: We, we, already, we screenshotted her name. We, yeah, you are going to get a hold of her. Oh, she's gonna she's
2: going to be our resident psychic
3: yes, on the sure show. She sure is.
0: What you need to do <laughs> we're is we're going to give her a
3: hundred bucks or something.
0: What we need <laughs> to do, when we get close to the season, call her, but don't tell her who you are, and, and just, just ask her oh, who's going to yeah, gonna, she says the same yeah thing. who's going to win the Super Bowl this year, and see if she what she comes up with.
3: Good idea. Well, we yeah. talked about like if if this if push comes to shove. We talked about maybe flying to L.A. and seeing if she would drive us to Vegas as like extra luck.
0: There you go. Oh,
3: you know we could hire because her. how long that drive is? of road it, trips, I mean, I'm not going to pay her to be in my Uber, but I could give her money. It's what two hours?
2: Couple. It's not very far, it's not is too it?
3: Far? I don't think.
2: Yeah, I guess it depends on what part of L.A. you're leaving from. LAX. Okay, so the, the Povida. So Los Angeles huh. International Airport and i'm getting directions to allegiance
0: you may want to fly into ontario we did that last year i really like it's a nice little airport easy in easy out i'd pick that over lax any day Mm. depending on where you're going it might put you a little bit closer to vegas it
2: might through Allegiance stadium so the distance is five hours
3: Oh no! Four
2: hours Is fifty it minutes. Really
3: that far? That's right now, though. That's oh. because of traffic. You need to do it at like noon. Like, say you're not going till later. It's
2: five forty-two in the morning.
3: They have. They always have that kind of traffic during the weekend. Well, that's LA. my point. Well, we're gonna so it's be about there five on hours. Super Bowl Sunday, there'll be no traffic.
5: <laughs> yeah, well, this, those Western states are much bigger. Otherwise, well, it'll be it looks, wide open. It looks yeah. like a shorter trip on a map,
2: <laughs> it's, but it's
5: really hundreds of miles. Yeah,
2: from LAX Terminal Two to Allegiant Stadium, four hours fifty minutes. I bet wow. we can make it in two and a half. Once you get out of the city, you'll be cruising. <laughs> Unless mm. there's a wreck on I-15, and then you got a problem. Okay, finally look at traffic in the morning, and we're going to get to Roy. Roy is out at, where is Roy?
3: He's at Sensei Children' oh. At the
2: Liberty Center campus. Oh, he's at Liberty campus. Yeah. All right, we'll get to him in a minute, but first, finally look at traffic in the morning, unless something breaks between now and this afternoon. Denise, what do we have? Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show
1: Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.